1: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know, nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. We have Vikings fantasy projections, baby, on this episode. But let's thank Federated Insurance real quick. For helping power Purple Daily on a daily basis and for helping power and protect local businesses here in the state of Minnesota. You local business owners are our community partners, our neighbors, our families, and our friends. And when you need Federated, Federated is here to help. You can go to federatedinsurance.com or call your local Federated Marketing Representative to access trusted resources you may need. At Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's our business to protect yours. <laughs> you like that? You like that? Welcome in to Purple Daily. I'm Phil Mackey. We got Judd Zolgad here, Declan Goff producing and ESPN.com has given us complete 2020 fantasy football projections, boys. Are you ready for this? Born ready. We're going to go this, through you know. every single player Run in the NFL alley. line by line. Backups too. When's the last time, so I've been a, I've been an avid fantasy football player for basically my entire adult life. I am mostly not good at it relative to my really good friends. I've only won probably like three of the, I've been in leagues for like 20 years. I've won like three of them. So I'm not very good. But, but you're out on fantasy football, Yeah, I've right?
0: been out since uh, I think the last time. Well, I briefly participated in a league here at Hubbard a few years back That's right. uh, in, in which I was. Full admission, not fully engaged in it. Um, the last time I played fantasy football, seriously, was probably the early 2000s. When I started covering the Packers for the Star Tribune in 2003, I realized that my focus was on one team. Okay. And it's really hard when you don't care about the Tennessee Titans To draft guys from the Titans. See, I'm the other way. I so I I I quit quit at that point. See, you're looking at baseball too. But you've got it
1: backwards. You're looking at it from a standpoint of I don't don't like the Tennessee Titans. Therefore, I don't want to play. I, I I play fantasy football so that I am interested in the Tennessee Titans, so that I will watch a Thursday night game. Or a Monday night game but that's I didn't have, garbage. But
0: I didn't have time to actually uh, compete there. That, that was my problem. But that's the fair. devil's
2: advocate against your advocate is I don't get upset when the Titans tight end doesn't score a touchdown.
1: <laughs> Delaney
0: Walker I can just, has I can just
1: many nights for me.
2: I can just life.
0: watch
1: Delaney Walker ruin
0: the Tennessee <laughs>
2: Titans and not my life. Damn you,
0: Delaney Walker. But I used to watch everything. Like, I was in on on uh, on, you know, before I started to cover a team on Sundays, I try and watch everything. In fact, we had DirecTV for a few years when we moved into our house in 2000, pre-Red Zone, and I had the uh, ticket. That's like, too much work, though. And the I'd ticket's be flipping, too much work, And I'd be man. flipping around. Yeah, but pre-
1: Red Zone's the play.
0: Red Zone's great, but before it, I was like flipping around from game to game. You gotta go to this game, you gotta go to that game, and then I started to cover one team. I'm like, I can't keep up with This is all
1: where this. like the the, the the Sunday ticket sounds great, but it's like I just want just tell me what your menu is. The like, Sunday t-
0: ticket when it started was great. Red zone is the greatest yes. sports achievement on television of Injected. all time. Exactly right.
1: So where would you guys think in your minds, where should Kirk Cousins rank give or take in terms of fantasy statistical output? Going into 2020, one
0: you want to guess first?
1: So then you know, it's you know yards and touchdowns and you, and this is overall this is in position like you're this you're, is just 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 quarterbacks top, oh just quarterbacks just quarterbacks yep. I would guess he's probably
2: eighth. I go eighth.
0: Yeah, I would because he does put out pretty damn good fantasy statistics. Is my guess I'd say he's like sixth. Mm.
1: Well, you like that? You like that?
0: He's 22nd. What? 22nd?
1: I thought According to ESPN.com. He's a good box score. Not as good of a box score. So here's two. I'll, I'll give you the projected statistics, and I'll give you sort of the logic behind this. Glad right. I didn't look at this. So, so Kirk Cousins is projected by ESPN.com to throw for 3,700 yards. So it would be, uh, he did throw for, uh, was it 3,600 3, yards, I believe, last year. 21 touchdowns, which would be uh, on the lower end of his career, if not the lowest in a starting season. Okay. 10 interceptions. And here's the key. He doesn't really run very often. So he's oh. only going to run for like 100 yards and a couple touchdowns according to this projection. Gotcha. So when you look at fantasy numbers and just pure quarterback production, the top of this list is Lamar Jackson, who's projected to run for almost 1,000 yards and also throw for 3,000 plus yards. Yep. Pat Mahomes, who's just one of the most ridiculous passers. So in he's NFL second to Street. Lamar Jackson? Lamar Jackson, number one, okay. just fantasy. Right. Pat Mahomes, number two. Deshaun Watson, number three. Mobility, mobility, mobility. They've got Dak Prescott taking a big jump up in fantasy uh, projections because of probably Mike McCarthy and, and offensive competence. And Jason Garrett being gone. Right. Russell Wilson, five. Kyler Murray, six. Tom yeah. Brady, seven. Yeah. Matt Ryan, Josh Allen, hey, and Carson Wentz. Wait, 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 wait,
0: wait. Did you say Tom Brady, seventh? Yep. Well, if there's substantial- his
1: weapons in Tampa Bay are ridiculous.
0: Though. Yeah, but if I'm going to go on, if you can run or not, there's no way I'm putting him seventh. If I'm dropping Cousins, and, and I am not here to defend Kirk, as both of you guys know, but if I'm dropping Cousins to twenty second, I ain't putting Tom Brady at seventh. If I put any value at all on the ability but, to be mobile, But
1: here's my argument for Tom Brady. Okay, Tom Brady is probably you like old gonna, people. I like old people geriatric. He's, he's probably going to throw the ball more if, if if both guys play 16 games. Tom Brady is probably going to be allowed to and empowered to throw the ball more often than Kirk Cousins. Okay. And Tom Brady has a more ridiculous set of offensive players to throw to. Dumb
0: question. So. Are quarterbacks uh in in fantasy now in drafts or auctions? Are they is there a priority put on them because the skill set has changed because back in my day, like guys like Favre, Aikman, they would drop yeah, you can. It would uh, be high draft pick.
1: Uh, it kind of depends. on so I'm, I'm in one league that actually awards six points for a touchdown pass, and so there is there is some oh. value. Like if you can if you can get a guy who's going to throw a bunch of touchdown passes, it makes sense to to nab him early. But for the most part, you can pretty much if you have a 12 person league or even like a 10 person league, even more so, mm-hmm. you can pretty much wait until toward the end. I wouldn't wait. I would try to get a guy if you if you think he's there, but it's usually foolish to draft a quarterback early or spend a lot of money in your auction on a quarterback. Okay. Running backs. Where would you guys think Dalvin Cook should rank on this list of running backs? Statistics for 2020. Next, fantasy I'd, projection.
2: I'd say fourth. I'd say fourth.
1: He's top five for sure. Yeah, he's top five. I'll say, yeah, I'll say five. Number three. Okay. Dalvin Cook, third on this Fair. list. Christian McCaffrey's number one projected to uh, run for 1,000 yards and catch 90 passes for seven or 800 yards. Zeke Elliott, number two. Delvin Cook projected by ESPN.com to run for 1,055 yards, 10 touchdowns, and catch 64 passes for 531 yards. So I'll ask you this as opposed to, like, where should he rank? I think we all agree this is pretty accurate. He's a top five running back. If he stays healthy, he's probably top three. You could even make a case he's in the mix for one or two in a full season. Yep. If Dalvin Cook were to run for a thousand yards, ten touchdowns, catch sixty-four passes for five hundred thirty yards, a is that a good season? And b would would you look to sign him to an extension with that type of production and health? Good season, no, I would not. Because go go through the top five again. Top five: Christian McCaffrey, running backs. Okay, Zeke Elliott. Okay, Dalvin Cook. Okay, Saquon Barkley. Yep, Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, Packers, Derrick Henry. Kenyon Drake of, the, of that Kenya Drake, and Drake, you're getting into the territory of guys you can find. By of, the way,
0: of that list, which one will suffer a serious injury that will derail his season? Because it will be one of those guys. I guarantee you, one of them, one of them will suffer the Saquon Barkley effect of 2019 and be derailed early on by a significant, most likely torn ACL.
1: I mean, I hate to project someone's physical demise, but Christian McCaffrey touched the ball over 400 times last year. How many times have you seen in NFL history the the workload season, like Jamal Anderson, 1998, Terrell Davis, like go back to the nineties and then, and then all the examples we see, Yep. You touch the ball over 400 times, and you become a football-ticking time bomb.
2: The delicious one will be Aaron Jones, because if Aaron Jones goes down, I think the Packers' offense completely goes into a tailspin. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, It would. <laughs> the, deli- the delicious it one. It would. <laughs> <laughs> the delicious one. Feasting from. on a man's tendons. Yeah. Declan Goff over there. That would be, there. That'd be bad. Um, all right, wide receiver. Where would you guys should, – should Adam Thielen be ranked highly here? Where would you think Adam Thielen should be ranked? Fantasy projections among wide receivers. Michael Thomas is number one. So I
2: think because he had the injury season and also he loses Stefan Diggs. So I'm kind of curious if that upticks at all because they think he'll get more targets. But because he's of his, of his age and his injury history, I bet he's outside the top 10.
0: I'm going to put him at 15.
1: ESPN.com has him eighth. Oh, wow. Okay. So they've got, they're, they're a little bit conservative in their projections here. They don't have a bunch of guys going for 1,500 yards by any means. Um Michael Thomas is is scheduled here according to espn.com to catch 114 passes for 1300 yards. Well he had he had 1700 yards last year on 149. So they're just they're like they're regressing some of these guys back toward the mean. Sure. So Adam Thielen is projected to catch 77 passes for 1100 yards, six touchdowns, and he'll carry the ball a few times too on just like reverses mm-hmm. or whatever. I think their logic here having him eighth, and and here's the rankings. It's Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, Chris Godwin with the Buccaneers, Devontae Adams, Tyree Kill, Mike Evans. So Tom Brady, according to this, is throwing to two of the top seven statistical projected wide receivers. Adam Thielen, DJ Moore with the Panthers, Kenny Galladay with the Lions, Allen Robinson, Juju Smith Schuster, Robert Woods, Cortland Sutton, and Odell Beckham Jr. Their logic here seems to be He's going to get targeted a ton because Stefan Diggs isn't here anymore, and if he stays healthy, he's going to capitalize on it. I've heard Judd's Logic be sort of the other way around, which is, well, Diggs is gone, therefore teams are going to focus on taking Adam Thielen out of the game plan, and therefore he might actually be reduced in how much productivity we see. I, I tend to lean toward the first one. I tend to lean toward, hey, he's going to be the guy. He's going to get 10 targets a game. And they're just going to force feed him the but ball. They can and use their tight ends, too.
0: That that's the thing. They can use Dalvin Cook. They can use what I what I want to know at the end of the day to use a cliche is this: Who runs the nine route here? Who's the deep threat? Who's the deep threat? BC because well it might be because um, uh, Jefferson was predominantly at least in his last year in college a slot guy. Thielen has been, but he can run the deep route. But I, who's going to run the Diggs route? Because Cousins didn't always find Diggs, but Diggs ran that route incredibly well and was a threat. I want to know if Thielen can replace that.
1: Would you like the Vikings, the other wide receivers, and what they're projected to to do here? Yeah. What would you guess for for Justin Jefferson for statistics? Uh,
2: Outside the top 50.
1: How low do we go? Just give me like his stat line. How low do we go? I would
2: say... 50 catches, 650 yards, four touchdowns.
1: Whoa! That's a nice 56 one. catches, 683 yards, and four touchdowns. 50 catches, right? Declan Goff wow. in the house here. Yeah, they if okay, if Justin Jefferson lived up to ESPN.com's 56 catches, 683, and four touchdowns, I'm taking that. In a rookie season. Hell yeah. yeah, for I a rookie? It.
0: Yeah. Most definitely.
1: Absolutely. Here are the Vikings' tight end projections, according to ESPN.com. Irv Smith Jr., 46 catches for 480 and three touchdowns. I think that might be low. Rudolph, 36 catches for 357 and four touchdowns. Might be high. So they've got Rudolph catching one more touchdown, but somebody might be low, somebody might be high. All right. Where do you think Dan Bailey ranks? Ooh. I, Dan Bailey's ranked. coming
0: off a nice season. I would take him. We're, Zim wh- might not, wh- but is I he, would.
1: Where does he rank in the fantasy kicker projections? Ninth. Ninth. Judd? Uh, seventh. You guys are way off. They're very low on Dan Bailey. He's 20th. Oh, oh come on. Believe that or not. You know what? Did Mike Zimmer <laughs> Zim, do yeah. these? Zim did these rankings. Yeah, they've got him. They actually I have, have they've, they've got him missing a kick uh, under 40 yards. They've got him 15 of 16, 1 through 39 yards. They've got him three of five from beyond Back 50. off. And they've got him missing two extra points. Just saying. Back off. Dan Bailey. Get out of my face. They don't rank punters because it's fantasy rankings, but. I would sure be Colquitt, curious to see where Colquitt incredible ranks
0: here. holder. That's what I'm <laughs> going to tell you right now. As long as Colquitt is here, Bailey's okay. They found the problem. The problem was the holder.
2: Lastly, is there a, the Vikings' defense is,
0: is sure. that one
1: on there? It I, is on here. It All shouldn't
0: right. be as high as it used to be, right? Now this, but these rankings are
1: more about it's special teams and That's it's true. turnovers and stuff. So it's not they they're, sort, they're they're not, they're not ranking like yards color, per play color. here, but but the Bills are number one. Where would you guess the Vikings are? I think the Vikings should be like tenth these days.
2: Yeah, I, I would say tenth, probably.
1: Twelfth. Oh, These 12. are pretty close. Okay, so barely draftable in your fantasy. You, leagues. you
0: guys think the Vikings defensively are, are going to score points? They didn't, Which is arbitrary too. I feel like I they get so hard to say. I, I get the th- fact, but I don't know. It.
2: Even when they've been at their height two or three years ago, I don't really remember them being like an opportunistic defense no. like that. They were just a. It's more good of a, defense. like Tomlin a was, great, Dungy
1: was. Yeah, their de- scoop and score decks. The 2017 season where they had the best defense in the NFL, it wasn't. It wasn't based on. You know, thirty interceptions, and it was it was based on yards per play yep. and amazing third down percentage. Yep. It was like the best third down percentage in the history of modern defenses. Uh, I, I I will say to answer your defensive touchdowns question, Judd, I could see what you know, what are the things that lead to defensive touchdowns? Strip sacks, and you pick it up and score, and pick sixes, right? Yep. I don't know if I foresee a lot of pick sixes, and by a lot I mean like if you have three in a season, you're doing pretty well as the defense. Sure, but Daniel Hunter could definitely get his paws on, on on a, on a couple quarterbacks and and maybe force a couple. of Stephens can
0: rumble to the end zone.
1: Michael Pierce, Michael rumbling, Pierce. bumbling, stumbling. Poor Linval still looking for oxygen in Philadelphia. <laughs> he is. All right, that's a wrap on this episode of Purple Daily vikings fantasy stats according to espn.com thanks for hanging out with us
0: this holiday season peloton's got a gift for you get up to 200 dollars off accessories with the purchase of a peloton bike bike plus or tread and take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells a heart rate monitor cycling shoes and more peloton motivation that moves you this limited time offer ends december 25th visit onepeloton.com to learn more